I was gonna say like, should we like say, hey, this is the, the first half. I was gonna cut it, but I was like, oh. I'll just slice it. You'll find it. I'll say. Yeah. All right, here we should record that part right now. And now for the second part of episode ten. Is this ten? Yeah, ten. Yeah, there you go. Or episode 11, which is what I decided to name this episode. In this shorter episode, post-reading and recording, we talk about what we did or didn't like, the differences in listening to the audiobook versus reading the physical copy, and we also talk a lot more about Stormlight Archives and other series that Wheel of Time has influenced or reminded us of. So let's pick up where we left off. This, actually, that brings me to one of the things I wanted to talk about like just what i did and didn't like about this book seeing as seeing as we should discuss that for our season finale what i didn't like is that this book leaves a ton of loose ends like we wrapped up one portion of the story but there's so many characters we didn't like finish out with like tom uh tam tam ran's dad um Rand's dad. We didn't. We don't know where Tom is. Padden Fane is still locked up in uh, Faldara. Queen Morgane and, and Logan and Min and the and the kids. Yeah, there's so many characters that we Min. met and then passed on. Min and we don't know. I mean, obviously, we'll meet them at some point in the future if if we continue on with the books. But yeah. we don't know yeah. where they are. And and that's just something like. In these fantasy series that are like fifteen books long, like I feel like you you gotta wrap up the full story in this book before moving on to the next. Like in the Sword of Truth series, Lex, yeah. each book of that series can be read as an individual book, versus this needs to be read in a series. Probably gonna be like hearing some of the things going on from those perspectives during this time, like in this in this like time frame that this first book happened maybe the second books if they take on other perspectives they'll be pulling from this time frame but in their perspective good point but, that, but that's good also point. why you have 15 book series like <laughs> true i would actually love if that happened in book two like i'm planning on reading it and i really hope that it does that where it's like oh wow rand and the gang is over here all the way Isn't back game in of thrones Be- Beleriand. Like yes, three and four where they have something? each chapter is someone's perspective. But like, yeah, the timeline of three and four are overlapped, or or two yes. and three. I can't remember. It it go, takes on like six different characters, and it's all happening at the same time, which yeah. I like. It I think that's neat. cool. I mean, that's how the show is. I don't know. I kind of uh, like it because it's setting it all up, and you just know they'll pop up again. So you're just like, oh, can't wait to see you again. I mm-hmm. wish we would have known about Tom, but we. I know it's gonna be like one of those things. Like you open the first chapter of book two and it's like tom bought his coffee and walked downstairs you know like oh okay Literally. here we are yeah it might give us the answer like, right away can i say one more thing that i did not really like i'm so sorry i'm, I'm so negative and evil based so something i like specific to my chapter felt very season eight game of thrones to me like, it's like this whole book was leading up until this last little chapter. And then all, all of a sudden, Rand just like ended, ended the Night King, yeah. ended, ended the Dark One. Like, it was just a very all in one yeah. chapter. You know what I mean? Like, we've been dealing with this evil, all knowing, godlike villain. Yeah. 
And this just 17 year old from Eamon's field comes in and just done real quick. Like it just felt very anticlimactic to me in that way. Yes. But maybe it was also like at the beginning of the podcast when we were talking about what it's like to report a very action heavy chapter versus a filler chapter. <laughs> so maybe it felt like that to me because I was really like picking out the main events of that chapter, but it just felt very fast. Like to go from fighting Ag- Agle, uh, Agnor. At- Agnor. fighting the forsaken. <laughs> Thank you. Fighting the forsaken. And, uh, then all of a sudden he was in that battlefield, destroying the battles, uh, just destroying the armies. And then all of a sudden he's with battles on and just so many big things that I felt like kind of deserved their own chapter, but I know it was moving quite quick. You know, too. When we started, when we get to the agreement. I'm like, wait, we're at the finale next week. Like <laughs> we really haven't yeah. had any kind of culmination. We just met the green man. Now he's dead. Like I imagine that happening two books down the road. Like I was kind of bummed. When did the, what were the published dates for the books? Like, was he like popping them out every year? How did it work? I don't know. You guys figured out that line book For him to, to take the, uh, that whole, a lot of loose ends approach. And then like the ending is really just a teaser. Like, of what is the come? Yeah. Like, boom, boom, boom. And that's, Bilesamon is a, it's an idea. It's a, it's not. I don't think it's that person. It's or I guess any person can it's be just a concept. Yeah, it's a concept. Like this person isn't. He killed that person. Yes, and they were powerful. Yes, but yeah, someone else. There's there's that going to be that power vacuum. Let's go fucked up into it and become the next one. Now I think he was. I think he was busting these out like two a year. Oh, so see, the second one is ninety one, and I have the world is ninety. The second one's ninety. Yeah, he was like just popping them out like, hey. I've got number two as 90, and I have number three as 91. Oh, that's not what they say. The the Great Hunt... Oh, the, no. Right, Great Hunt oh, is two. Oh, Drag then... Reborn is three. Never mind. <laughs> I was, <laughs> was going to say. I'm not so, yeah, he... that, so, I think this... <laughs> Alexis had her books on the on her shelf in the wrong order. Haley? What Haley happened? disappeared. Did her phone die? Oh, is that what happened? I don't know. She just just gone. At the end of the audiobook, um, there's a small interview with Robert Jordan. Really? Yeah. And it's there was one question where the interviewer asked if he listened to audiobooks or something like that. And he was like, I only listen to my audiobooks. And it's because he liked to gain that perspective. And huh. Like, like it's like someone he talks about how like an editor might like how their their job is to help you if you're trying to convey something and it doesn't come across as what you were trying to say, someone can correct that. And he says he listens to the audiobooks because you see that perspective like being read out in the story. And I, that's one thing that's the positive and a negative about audiobooks is like sometimes whoever read it didn't interpret it the way that it was supposed to be interpreted and or you would have or or if i would have yeah and that and i thought about that right at the end because yeah i had a lot of negative things to say about the book too but at the end i was like well i could have had a completely different thought and i you know one of my buddies is reading this and he's like oh i tried to listen but i couldn't 
I was like, yeah, I, I, you're right. I was like, Michael Kramer reads the Stormlight Archives and it he kills it. Oh, it's 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 so great. I prefer those audiobooks than to read it myself, honestly. But I've read chapters of text in this book and I have like enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it. And I've, I think I've had a better experience with it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, but I guess this whole time I've been had like, like the way the boys act. Cause he, 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 maybe the way he reads them is how naive and stupid they are. Yeah. Because I wouldn't, I'd never really picked up on that too much. Like, you always had to remind me of the fact that they were young. Yeah. Cause yeah, I exactly. just imagine them as like 18. Like, they're kind of adults, young adults, but. No, like, especially Matt. He reads Matt. As kind of like this, oh gosh, just a screw up. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, like Matt, he's written kind of as a screw up, but at the same time, the way he speaks is great. And I'm just like, oh yeah, Matt, gosh, and and so because each of the boys has their own voice, and I mean, he does a great job of having a whole cast. I love yeah. the way he does it. Michael Kramer, like he kills it. He ha- he for him to be able to act out that entire book. And like do it because he always takes on that character, and I really like it. And he's definitely perfected it because it's how how long ago this was, but Robert Jordan was alive to give the interview. And now the the books that he records, the Stormlight Archives, like he he's he does great. And they even evolve as they read, and like him and Kate Redding. Maybe I'll have to listen. And um, this one's off the off the audio. Off the, off the podcast because we don't want spoilers. But and let me stop you right here as a warning. Please fast forward to about minute thirteen if you do not want any spoilers for the Stormlight Archives: The Rhythm of War. Haley dipped out here for a second, and Sears and I got on a tangent talking about the ending of the fourth novel in this incredible series. So if you haven't read it and you plan on reading it, please move on to about minute thirteen when Haley joins us again. Okay. Back to it. Like, yes. The Way of King. Not The Way of King, but Rhythm of War. I just finished listening to that. And whenever Teravangian becomes Odium, like, I thought, about this, right? Like, oh, and then, like, the severing of his, like, soul to the thing or whatever. Like, what made him a god and a part of a god, right? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I get it. And just for that, and then, like, the power vacuum of... Of that, of that person, that being, being killed, the one who was Odium, dying. And then whatever the nearest, most powerful thing is gets sucked in. And I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, Balzaman is this concept of this evil being, evil god, whatever it is. And he's been able to create this much power in his, like, within the world. And just, like, in, in, in I, Brandon Sanderson is inspired by this man. He finished his books. And you can tell because it's just like, oh, a lot of the stories in that Cosmere are are talking about a true source of power and like your attachment to it and 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 people being able to take that power and having more of it. And it is it's the will of the people like whoever can have the hearts of the people or or the minds of the people is the one who has their power. And sometimes it's literal, like the way that this power is displayed in his worlds. Are, are different everywhere. And I love that too. But like, did you, I don't know if you've read, um, I don't even know what the series is called, but it's the series that um, Wit comes from. 
Because Wit is like a god, and he has people's breath. Is he from Mistborn? No, it's not Mistborn. Like, it's a world where, like, you can, if you... He's in Mistborn. He's just might not be from there. Yeah, yeah, he's in He's in a lot of them. But, like, this one, like, you, your power is your breath. And, like, if you give up your breath, like, you can die. Um, or, like, you, like, become kind of soulless. But you can choose to give your soul to other people. And, like, whenever you give your soul to other people, like, it gives them lives. So they can be killed that many times or something like that. Or they can exchange those things. I have no idea how it works. But if you can get so many people to invest their soul into you, then you just become a super being, right? Like, you can't die. You're a mortal. And, like, that's your way to being a, a god like, <laughs> in that world. And it's crazy. I love it. But, um... Uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. I don't even know much about that story, but it's good stuff. Hello. I was talking about a book I don't even know anything about. Oh. <laughs> My phone died. Sorry. We were just talking. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. You actually probably, okay. if you ever want to read Stormlight Archives, I'm glad you dipped out. Yeah, that's the only reason why I talked about it. Like, oh. I, I wasn't going to things. I, I mean, I wasn't going to talk about them whenever she was here. So. But the battle that he was, I was like, oh, this is a Dalinar vision. Yeah. <laughs> so much and so oh wait he was a possession like this is whenever like yeah can oh shit and then like but yeah the bonds the bond like ah oh, man I don't know what with Spren no with like but yeah with power between things between anything Haley I hope that within I don't know how long. I don't know how you feel about. I don't know how you feel about fantasy, but the Stormlight Archives. Is I've told her a million times. The best thing ever. I was gonna say I've heard it so much now that I yeah. need to just. I need to. And it's probably not just, for me yeah, either. It. It's probably from like the world. <laughs> I, yeah. Once you told it to me, like I, I mean, I'm sure my phone was listening. Yeah. So, I, I've seen it on social media and. You guys have talked about it enough times too that it's just kind of like popped up. So I need to, I need to, I need to read it. Your guys' enthusiasm sold me. When I read The Way of Kings, it was like I didn't want to go to work, and that doesn't. I mean, I love books, and I literally can't put down most books because I'm, I don't know, easily entertained, and I just get in it. But like, I would feel like. I remember being home in Detroit and I just, I was staying at Gabby's when she lived with Nini and, and I'm like, I don't even really want to talk to any of you guys right now. Like, I'm just thinking about it. Like, I'm in the shower thinking about it. I remember it. you calling me while you were there. I remember yeah. that. And I'm just like, and you <laughs> you think like, sometimes you don't really get in the minds of the characters and books, but with those, you're just like, what is he going to do? Like, oh, she's like talking to me and I really like her, but she's like, oh. You know, you're like living their lives and it's addicting and it's inspiring. Like The Way of Kings Mm -hmm. is one of the most inspiring books I've ever read. I think he's such a talented author. Like he he has like classes that he posts on YouTube. Yeah, storytelling. That's his thing. That's the whole thing. And that's where like even at the end of this podcast or at the end of this video um, or the audio book, he's talking about it. She's like, so tell us about the book. He's like, yeah, it's about stories. Guys, it's about history, and what I wanted to talk about, he's like, talks about being, a, living in the country, and he's like, what it would be like for, you know, the story where, hey, 
you're the chosen one. But what if it's someone who doesn't want it? Like, that's the idea. What if it's just a kid from the country who's like, okay, I'm the chosen one. I'm going to get back to work now. Like, that's, what I, that's my life. I'm a, I'm a farm boy. That's what my life about. Like, I'm not about this life. I'm not the chosen one, whatever. But then they're thrown into this world and seeing what you're going to do about it if the farm boy is a good enough person. And he talks about, um, really, you can see how the parallels are. History, stories traveling throughout time, right? And, and that right there kind of leads you to think about, like, yeah, he talks about how, how, what happens whenever we hear about these things. How does it change? How does it affect the way we act? And he's like, I wanted to see how the history would work if it was something like this, if time wasn't linear, but it was a wheel. And so he, that's, that's his, that's what the story, that's the medium he wanted to tell his stories in. And okay. I get, there's so much though. You tell me. <laughs> well, I'm just, th- you're, you're saying this thing about the stories. I remember in episode one, when we didn't have too much to go on, we really just had all of us had just read through what chapter nine. And it was a bunch of like town stuff. And we had all these town people like Chen Bui and all them. And like the innkeeper, like I thought we'd get to know him a little bit, but no, we don't get to know any of these people. But I remember thinking how important stories were. And that was a theme that we talked about for those first two episodes, how much power they had. Because all we heard were how terrible the Aes Sedai were and how we needed to be careful, which could still be the case, but it wasn't necessarily the case in this story. Like It wasn't like you met her and you melted. But it sounded like it would. Mm-hmm. And how they just listened to Pat and Fane because he had the stories from the world and what was happening outside. And and some of it probably wasn't accurate. He probably was, he, and he was spreading filth. Yeah. Um, so that's the other part. Like, how, who do you trust? And oh, the and the, story, the, the stories you hear from the river. What was the town uh, they went to? And they had to, like, cross the river and they were like oh i thought you were gonna rob me and they're like no i thought you were gonna rob me you know like <laughs> it's and and yeah I, I i again like i i hate having to compare them but you can tell that brandon sanderson was inspired by him um mm-hmm. and you can tell that like one of my biggest critiques was like the character development <laughs> i'm like what mm-hmm. are these people and and I think that's part of why the interpretation is difficult in this one, or like you can just have so many different ones, is because a lot of the characters are not like completely, I don't know, built out. And I felt like like just they're kind of shallow. A lot of the characters were shallow in in personality and characteristics and just like background. That was a big one. But I, I feel like yeah, he's got a lot of books to make up for that. And he's probably playing on it. But I think back to the way the Stormlight Archives is and how those characters, like, he he develops them so well. Yeah. And there's a lot of inner dialogue, though, with Stormlight. There's a lot. There's a whole lot. Yeah. And it slows down the book, slows down the story. I mean, if you're comparing to Stormlight, yes, I agree with what you're saying. But I don't, I think if I individually go through all of our characters in the Eye of the World, I have a different vision of each of them yeah like rand perrin is not matt Egwene is not nanave like there's the sister balance but nanave's like definitely the leader i mean we know who lan is like they're all i think they're all very and moraine is just 
but they're boring okay <laughs> to me right like they're, they're all different but like it, like but they're all plain in the way they are uh, but i think that's also part of it too though like it's like the boys aren't supposed to be anything other than plain like they're just plain boys like that's that's it <laughs> i think parents fascinating <laughs> And but yeah, he is, and that's the thing. That's I think that might be part of the story too. It's like okay, maybe that's just that what you see, and um, they're they're more than that, and they're always trying to say that, or at least Rand is. Yeah, Rand bored me. I think the question here now is: Is Sears? Are you going to read book two? Oh yeah, like I I I have to. Like I just I want to know what happens, and honestly, I, I'm being real. Like I like brandon sanderson's writing so much that i have to i have to like no not even to get to the end but like if he the respect he had to give to be able to finish the series and like and the influence that i can clearly see he had yeah um i feel like i just have to see what the entire story is about and it's not even just to brandon sanderson it's to like the fantasy of our past 20 years yeah and yeah. what this series helped build. I mean, I know we have Tolkien, but I think this was a pretty pivotal series I, as well. I do too. Yeah, it's and it's yeah. Everybody knows about it. All the fantasy yeah. peoples. Has anybody watched the show yet? No, but I'm now. I can, but I'm mm-hmm. still maybe a little nervous because I I don't know if they did what like his Dark Materials did and maybe put some of Book Two stuff in it. Oh. You know. I think they did. I haven't heard bad things about the show. <laughs> I hope it's not true, and I hope it's just people that haven't really read the book or devoured it. Slash, I liked it. Picked it apart. You watched it? it? <laughs> I, I watched it, and and one thing that I guess what most people were saying was like, oh, you know all those parts that you thought were really cool and all that story you thought was really Yeah. The reason why I felt rushed and not literally well-built is because that's a whole different series. That's a whole different book. And you're like, oh, that's cool. And so, like, the way they did it is nice because they knew they had to bring those characters in because they're cool characters. Like, with the Six of Crows. Like his Dark Materials, then. Oh, no, I, gosh, I'm thinking about two different things. Um, But, yeah, his Dark Materials had to do the same thing, too. The first season had the other book. Yeah, I yeah they that. meshed the timelines. It yeah. was amazing for a show. Two different books have done that. What's the other one that did that? Uh, what's the other show? The Six of Crows. What is that from? Shadow and Bone. It's Shadow and Bone. The only thing I'll ever say, I like the show better than the book or a movie. It was so much more entertaining. Yeah. The trilogy Shadow and Bone was so boring. But the way they did the show worked. And that was from combining books. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I liked his dark materials. It was fun to watch. I didn't love it. But <laughs> have you read it? I have. I don't know. No, I've read some of the first book actually. You know what like when I was young, I haven't. I can't believe I haven't. That's my dog's namesake. Of course, Lyra. I almost said Pan. I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> I was almost thought about naming my cat, my new cat, Pantalaman. What's it? Pantal- yeah, thank you, Pantalaman. It was, I liked it though. Good book. Yeah, overall, I've given it a good seven out of ten. Really? Oh, I didn't. Did it me? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Be able to rate it on a scale of ten. I just whipped that number. Out. I, let me get on that Goodreads level and just say like it's a four, right? Like 
Nothing's perfect. <laughs> I wonder what could have had. Oh God, I'm not a four. But I wonder what we all could read it, read it. uninterrupted. Yeah, if it was just one, just one, like in a week, like yeah. just a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would have had as much fun. Good. And I don't think I would have been as thoughtful. I think I would have torn it apart even more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like this made me really like put a lot of thought into the meaning behind a lot of the things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. made me appreciate it a lot more. So. So do we want to do it again? Yeah. Yes. Again, if you've made it this far with us, your support means everything to us. I encourage you to message us through Instagram. Our name is readbetweenthespines underscore podcast. And let us know your thoughts on the book, on the podcast itself, or even if you want to get involved with season two. It's already in the works and we're planning on involving more readers and therefore more minds to give our listeners the best and most interesting discussions regarding these brilliant novels. Until season two. Episode 11 was edited and produced by myself, Alexis Shevka. My hosts were Haley Tebow and Michael Sears. The music was Jazzy Abstract Beat by Coma Media, downloaded from Pixabay.